Hello. It's a quickie. It's a quickie. <laughs> it's a quickie surprise episode. Yeah. So we thought since the holiday is just around the corner, we would just drop a quickie instead of a <laughs> full on episode. Yep. And so this one's about Santa. <laughs> Claus? <laughs> Santa Claus. Um, yes. Full disclosure, last time we were recording, I was driving home and I was like, it's holidays coming up, Santa. I'm like, do I really know where Santa came from? And answer is no. I have, I, yeah. well, now I know, but no. okay. <laughs> I'm like, I think I know, but what we're going to do, we're going to do this quickie episode and then we're going to take two weeks off because of the holidays mm-hmm. and we'll be back on January 9th. Yes. Right. Okay. So we're dropping one on, Mo- we're dropping one on Monday, this quickie as well. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Saturday today. Oh yeah. Sometimes I like to know when people are recording. That's fair. Yeah. When do you record? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool. Okay. So we're talking about Santa Claus. It's from Nordic traditions right or like it's a nordic folk tip that's what i think Uh, kind of okay all right tell me (laughs) all right here we go so um the progenitor or a precursor of america the modern american santa progenitor progenitor why have i never heard that word before my entire life i don't know i mean it's very specific what does it mean it means like the ancestor or the origin person of somebody else. Cool. Yeah. So it is St. Nicholas, but he was Greek and born around 280 AD. St. Nick was real. Yeah. St. Nick was real. Cute. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was a bishop of a small Roman town in modern Turkey. So oh, cool. Greek bishop in modern Turkey. Nice. Interesting, right? Yeah. Um, and he had a reputation as being fiery, wiry, and a defiant defender of the church. Sp- that is not Santa Claus. I know. Wiry? Like, that's weird, huh? Also, I love when people are described as wiry. I'm like, <laughs> you want to grab a beer? Like, let's go grab a beer together. <laughs> um, so he was very, um, he defended the church during the Great Persecution, Okay. And he defended it so strongly that he, in fact, spent years in prison because of it. Dang. Right? Naughty Santa. Old Saint Nick. Yeah, getting getting it. Um, he died around December 6th, 343. So long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Saint Nick's Day is December 6th, and that's when it's celebrated. I would, oh. like, curiosity. Did you guys celebrate Saint Nick's when you were a kid? No. No. Yeah, either did I, but I still have friends in Wisconsin that celebrate it. So it rolls around. They put things in their kids' shoes as like a little present. Um, and so it's commonly, and I'm, I was kind of curious if you guys did it because you're ones from, Legend's from California. Yeah. Mallory's from the South. Yeah, I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. And so I was like, is this just a Midwest thing? I don't and know. so I'm kind of curious about that. Also, wait, so it's St. Nick's Day, but did he bring anybody gifts? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, why, what did he do? So, um, we're not going into St. Nick specifically that day, but here, like, this is where it starts. Okay. Yeah. So, we, so that's why I said we celebrate St. Nicholas Day because that is when his, um, his death was. Um, but his legacy continued. So, after his death, his legacy continued as a protector of people, in particular, mm. orphans, sailors, and prisoners, which... It's interesting, but he's mostly known as a um, patron of children and gift bringer because of two main stories. And so these two stories are what started the St. Nicholas tradition way back in the day. The first one 
is he saved three girls from being put into prostitution by their father. By de- Hell <laughs> yes, St. Nick. <laughs> So by delivering three bags of gold to his to their father, he he could use those for dowries to marry off his daughters versus selling them into prostitution. Whoa! I know, right? Now I want to celebrate Saint Nick Day. Yeah, and so that was one of the stories. The other, and that one's the most famous. Um, the one that's not so famous, which this one's crazy. Um, he had a hunch, an inkling, and he went to an inn where the innkeeper had just murdered three boys. And pickled them, pickled their dismembered bodies in a in basement barrels. Ew! <laughs> like, okay, Wait, true crime. What was meets his, Santa? <laughs> yeah, what was the hunch he had? Like, he, uh, he just sensed bodies pickling. So he <laughs> <laughs> maybe had a scent. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. So he's known the bishop sensed the crime and then resurrected the vi- the victims as well. So that's the other what? story. Yeah. What do you mean resurrected the victims? Brought them back to life. After they've been pickled? Dismembered and pickled. <laughs> that's what the story, that's the legend goes. So it's like a common What did he legend. do to the murderer? I don't know. It didn't say. What this is it? a very powerful man. I know. Well, he is a saint. Right. Okay. So those, so that was where it came to, he became to known as the patron of children and gift bringing because of those main two stories. He brought gold in stockings. Okay. So that. Oh, they were in stockings. Yeah. (sighs) And then he also saved these murdered boys. So. I want to know what the boys went on to do. You know, like what do you do (laughs) after you come back from that? (laughs) I don't know. Trauma. Go to therapy. Uh, it didn't. I got that from a national. I think it was a national geographic story. It didn't go into detail on that. So um, I'm sure that could be a whole other thing you look into. Yeah, I'm gonna need a true crime podcast to dig into. Yeah, that. that's yes. good. Morbid. Morbid. Get to work. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> we um, love you. <laughs> big fans. Yeah. Um, okay. So after his death, he still had this legend of being taking care of children and the gift bringer. Um, but he also was a reminder for kids to practice good behavior. I think that's part of where his like, like good fall, or bad, good or yeah, bad, naughty, nice. Yeah. Um, and so he say, stayed in favor as this character of good behavior and gift bringing from 1200 to 1500. Um, but during the Protestant Reformation of the 1500s, he fell out of favor and Ooh. was canceled across Northern, Northern Europe. Canceling back during, we can't, we, wow. We canceled Santa. Why was he canceled? Because of Protestant Reformation. It was just, he was seen as something that wasn't... A representation of the old ways. Yep, exactly. Okay. All right. So, um, but this created kind of a pickle, no pun intended, with No! (laughs) Maggie! (laughs) I I just put those two together. It it created a bit of a pickle for parents because... Who was going to bring their kids gifts and keep them in line? Like, who was going to say, be naughty yeah. or nice? If you're nice, then you get a present. Enter baby Jesus. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then they wrote the Bible. No, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> so, okay, so baby Jesus. Yeah, so, like, so St. Nick was out, baby Jesus was in. And so then baby Jesus was, like, the person that... Um, stepped up to the plate and that's why the date was moved from December 6th to December 25th because that's when we celebrate 
the life of Jesus. The, right. It's Jesus. not his birthday. It's not his birthday. Right. Which is, we're celebrating the life of it. We're celebrating, yeah. 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 Cool. Yep. Great. So we're like, all right, now we're celebrating baby Jesus. Now, baby Jesus is supposed to be bring the gifts and also keep kids in line. But yes. babies can't carry a lot. So how are they going to carry all those presents? Wise men. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. But mm-hmm. they... And so the other part was, a baby's not really scary. So, like, how are you going to be threatened by baby Jesus to stay well-behaved? So sure. what happened instead is they... Well, they didn't feel it was appropriate to have baby Jesus be threatening. So they yeah. decided to give G- baby Jesus a mean helper to scare the kids and to do all the heavy lifting. (laughs) Okay. That's not the devil because that's too scary. No, nope. So this is when you start seeing characters like Rue Claus, which is Rough Nicholas. Ooh. Um, This one's kind of funny. Ashen Claus, which is Ashy Nicholas. Rude. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. And then there's Pell's Nickel, so Furry Nicholas. And it's kind of similar to Krampus. So yeah. Krampus was like the scary one with the horns that helped St. Nicholas and like made sure kids stayed in line. So this is where, okay, because I've always wondered about the connection between Christmas and Christianity. Like, because Santa Claus doesn't have these days religious, or I didn't think religious roots. I'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Okay. So... These characters were created to become threatening sidekicks to baby Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And threatening they were. Marvel, are you listening? (laughs) (laughs) And really actually terrifying um, because they expected good behavior and forced children to suffer the consequences with whipping and kidnappings, by threatening whipping and kidnappings. OG Saint Nick would not be happy with that. No. And, um, And actually these scary characters would actually become part of the modern day Santa Claus. So you've got St. Nick, awesome dude. Yeah. And you've got scary, scary guys kind of coming together. Right. Um, so we've got these, like, I think they were calling like German ancestors, German, like heritage stories, characters. Um, but kids and families of the Netherlands never gave up on St. Nick. St. Nicholas or Sinterklaas. And so they brought him to the new world and like along with what they were calling these scary gift bringers. So like there was St. Nicholas, but there was also the scary gift bringers. And so that all came over to the new world. Uh. And then we start seeing in early America, um, Santa Claus kind of starting to form. But at the very beginning, Christmas was shunned as a rowdy alcohol fueled community party. And often views viewed as a pagan holiday. RSVP me, yes. <laughs> I was like, I think depending on where you are, like a lot of times in the Midwest, it is an alcohol fueled rowdy party with your family. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that aligns. I'm pretty sure that rings true. <laughs> um, so at first, it wasn't really adopted. Saw as a pagan holiday. Um, similar for religious reasons. Um, But then in the 19th century, everything changed because of poets and writers that remade the holiday as a family tradition in reviving St. Nicholas. I love this story. I love this part because it's like it evolved due to creativity. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. So a couple um, pieces that actually created the St. St. Nicholas or Santa Claus that we know to this day is like Washington Irving's 1809 book, Knickerbocker's History of New York, 
um, gave us the image of a pipe smoking Santa flying over rooftops, delivering presents to the good and switches to the bad. Ooh. Not light switches, like wood switches that you would get yeah. spanked with. Um, so that was the one of the first imageries. And then in um, an 1821 anonymous illustrated poem, The Children's Friend, stripped Santa of any religious character characteristic and oh. dressed him in furs like the Germanic gift bringers. Oh. So that's where you see the religious part stripped of it yeah. and then bringing in those Germanic gift bringers. Okay. Um, more inclusive yep and then so this was where the reindeer enter also but it was only a single reindeer pulling a single pulling a wagon then a year later it evolves um and this one's kind of fun is so clement clark clark moore wrote a visit from saint nicholas better known as the night before christmas (gasps) so this guy wrote this poem or this story for his daughters or his his kids just as like something to share with them anonymously but it became took off wildly as we all know um and this gave us the image of plump jolly santa that rides a sleigh with eight reindeer um eight the the eight reindeer that we know of that's beautiful i know and um which is really the underpinnings of the santa we know today yes and no because in that story he's miniature did you know Stop that? It. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he's mini in that story. Or his reindeer's mini too. Yeah. Mini sleigh, mini reindeer, mini Santa. Cute. Um, and then the image we all think of Santa today was largely created by Thomas Nest, a political cartoonist. So like he drew it out <laughs> and it kind of So these yeah. are the artists that contributed to the modern day Santa that we know. Cool. Um once so interestingly, once this modern day Santa took hold in North America, he then went underwent reverse migration back to Europe and replaced the scary gift givers. And now we've got Père Noël in France and Father Christmas in England. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of cool. Like it started out over there, came over here, evolved, and now right. it's going back over. Um, some other things like some other things that I was thinking of for you guys, listeners, is if you're in trivia, some things that like where did it come from? So candy canes. Yeah. Um, has it dates back to 1670 when a choir master handed out sugar sticks among the young singers to keep them quiet (laughs) and bent them to look like shepherd's hooks. Um, the theories of the red and white is that the, it's commonly believed that the red stripe is intended to represent the blood of Jesus. Mm, Interestingly. I did not know that. Um, Christmas trees, essential seasonal decor as part of a pagan winter solstice, um, to change over the season, it's like light and life versus dark and winter. Okay. Um, but Latvia and Estonia both claim to have been the home of the first Christmas tree. So um, came from over there. Um, there's still debate on who did what and where it came from. But okay. one of the stories is like talking about uh, some guy carrying a Christmas tree through the square. And that's where it started. Oh. Um, stockings. Like I said, St. Nicholas put gold coins in the stockings for the three poor sisters bound for prostitution. That's yeah. where it came from. I love it. And then this one's kind of fun too, is the um, red and green, the yeah. iconic Christmas the colors. Color yeah. yeah. Um, of the brand Christmas. <laughs> of the brand. <laughs> Celtic people believed centuries ago that holly plants brought beauty and good fortune in the middle of winter. So they oh. outfitted their homes with red and green plants to promote a prosperous new year. Oh, cool. Yeah. Makes me want to go buy holly plants. I know. Yeah. They're actually everywhere in Seattle. I don't know if you've noticed that. Like every time no. I walk the dog, I see all this holly in the winter. It's pretty cool. I did not know that. And then Christmas became a U.S. federal holiday in 1870. So it took a while wow. for it to kind of be adopted across the United States. But it is. And so 
that's the that's the quickie on Santa. One other thing that I thought was interesting while I was reading this is that yeah. most of it has like what we know from modern day Santa in the United States comes from like stories people created. Another one is Rudolph. Um, it came from, I think it was a writer or somebody from Montgomery Ward store. They needed to sell more of something. Yeah. yeah. And so they created Rudolph and that's when they came into, uh. like they would come in to see Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Cool. Yeah. That's really fascinating. I know. Santa. Santa. Um, do you have a favorite like holiday movie or music or whatever? Um, movie National Lampoons for sure. Or Just, least favorite. Oh, you I know, also like Christmas Vacation. It's classic. Yeah, it is yeah. a classic. I would say least favorite. Not that it's a terrible movie, but it gave me a lot of anxiety the first time I watched it last year. Was the Polar Express? Mm. It's really stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on pins and needles watching that one. I have my favorite holiday movie, Die Hard, for sure. Yes. Classic. That and Christmas Vacation. My least favorite is The Claymation of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Re- Reindeer. I love that one. It annoys me. Aww. I don't know. I think I've just seen it too many times. Yeah. I don't want to sound like a bad person, but. <laughs> you can have your opinions. Yes. You're entitled. Yeah. Legend, what's yours? Uh, I actually don't have any favorite uh, holiday movies or Christmas movies. It's on brand. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Uh, (laughs) Ah, that was fun. I love a quickie. Yeah, good old quickie. (laughs) So thank you, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And we'll see you in the new year. Oh, follow us on Instagram. At tell us less. Tell me less podcast. Don't don't tell us us. Tell us if you have ideas or not or topics. Tell me less podcasts. All right. Bye. Bye.